Well, thank you to Double Take Promotional Marketing for sponsoring this episode and all episodes of The Brew Storm. Matt and his team there are incredible. If you need new swag, and you know that you do, everyone needs new swag, right, Dan? Yeah. Yeah, everyone needs new swag. Head on over to Double, <laughs> Double Take Promotional Marketing and check out their pendants, check out their sweatshirts, uh, check out their epic koozies. Again, they have a lot of swag. If you see something that you need that's not there, just let me know and I'll contact Matt directly. You'll be hearing more from them and their team soon, but for now, peace out. So I, when, I was edit, <laughs> when I was editing the last, last week's podcast, uh-huh. um, and we were laughing at your giant slurp, yeah. you can't hear it at all. I know, like, I know. For some I reason, for it like, didn't pick it up at all in the mic. No, let's try it again. <laughs> I was simultaneously trying to open this as loud as I can into the mic in case we ever. Oh, there you go. Nice. I like it. I was waiting for that. You know what we should have done, guys? Yeah. We should have tracked. We should have like rated the beer at the end of every. We can start rating storm. beers. Okay. We're only seven episodes in. We're only seven episodes. In. This, this is, is episode eight. eight, eight. Actually. Well, yeah. I mean, we are seven in. Yeah, that's what I said. You know what we should do <laughs> is, um, Dan. Since you typically pick up the beer, we should do like a blind like rating you just like mm. put you put the beer in our amazing koozies thanks to our friends over at double take promotional marketing <laughs> oh yeah and boy. then and then we like at the end of each episode we rate the beer that sounds pretty good or we try and guess what the beer is try to guess the brand we'll be able to te- we'll be able to tell the type yeah I, I mean i would hope so we drink a lot of beers so. sorry i meant like the beer not yeah, yeah like yeah, the yeah, brand the, the like, yeah, kind of beer it is yeah. like yeah okay Especially Next episode. because gonna... we tend to skew more towards like the IPA stuff. Yeah. Like if they're fruitier and like yeah. what the fruits are, I think that will be pretty. What the fruits are. Yeah, there you go. There you like go. Because you know like, what? It's hard to remember. Like if it's like a microbrew that you've never heard of that's like new, right. we're not yeah. going to get that. Yeah. But if it's like, yeah, we, we unpack like the, we guess the composition of the beer. Mm. Mm. We could also guess the ABV. I don't know. Ah, that's, that's good. Yeah. Why not? Guess that just to end. keep things a little feeling. spicy. Yeah. <laughs> I almost got uh, there was one that was looking really good, and it was nine and a half percent. And I was like, maybe we should pick another one. Yeah, yeah, dude. Those, I mean, those eight percent from last week. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Whoa, jeez. Um, what are we talking about today? <clears throat> Dan, you're supposed to pick the topic this week. I heard. <laughs> really? <laughs> you can get the text. Also, you know one of the things I learned? Dan doesn't read his text until you text him like four times. No, I always and then read, he reads. I always read the text. You just don't always respond. Well, a lot of times it's not necessarily pertinent for me to respond. <laughs> for example, saying I sent you something. Cool. Like I'm not looking at the thing until. I don't know. Anyway, I should probably respond to things more. No, you're actually pretty good. I'm just screwing. Did you read your slacks? But I feel like part of this. I feel like you miss things. Did you like, guys talk about the topic in Slack? Yes, we did. We slacked out so a couple. We're like, who, who's got Slack? the topic this week? And we're like, oh, Dan. What is that? That's your computer. Oh, because you set. Did you set a timer? I have a hot take. A student needs to be like the focal point. I'm gonna get threats from faculty members. Oh, was that the podcast? Did you start yeah, the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> there we go. All right. Now we're cooking with Crisco. Anyways, we were making fun of you because you were supposed to pick the topic of the week. And you didn't. I was, just, decided, I was just heavily... We decided over my... Slack. That was a thing. Oh, Speaking man. of communication. You're not reading messages. <laughs> I thought... 
I don't know. T I thought maybe we'd have a really authentic, just actually coming up with the topic on the spot. All right, I've all got. Right, I've got. It. That's basically. But, no, I, yeah, we, li we literally were like, "All right, Dan, you're gonna bring up a topic, and we're just gonna run with it." Really? Yeah. That's what you guys decided. Yes. But if you, if I don't want to put you on the spot, if you're feeling a little <laughs> squeamish in your I mean, pepperoni, white pepperoni <laughs> shirt, <laughs> what would you describe? How would you describe the shape or the texture? The of shirt. <laughs> Very shirt shape. <laughs> Um, all right, what if we what if we talk about like video and we talk mm. about like why your videos, like why higher ed videos typically like really suck and or why your video My strategy videos really suck? No, not <laughs> yours. <That's> silly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they only partially suck. Depends on the video actually. Fair. Actually, I don't think I've ever seen a video from yours that I would categorize as suckish. I'm sure they exist, but <laughs> I've not seen them. But no, but like, what about like ones. your video strategy is probably broken, here's why. Something something along the lines of like how the way that schools are using video is probably misaligned from consumers' desire for video. Hmm. It's pretty vague. See, but. yeah, that's, that's good because I feel like even us, we haven't really figured out the best way to use the vid yeah videos use yet. the old video machine <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah. and dan i mean you're a you're like a at this point you're the show favorite everyone's like wondering like people the comments people are like commenting saying like hey uh i wonder what dan's gonna wear next week i wonder what dan's gonna say <laughs> his pythons are few <laughs> when they come they're filled with gold sometimes every every now and again every other yeah. after after <laughs> <Awesome>. editing i love the fact stuff. that last time we recorded when we were at like happy hour across the street you're like all right guys confession one of the one of the things that i do when i have like an insight to say i like validate it for like 10 <laughs> minutes in my head i'm like when can i share this like i have a, i have like a, a good insight like let me just like wait for the po perfect moment to insert it dan there's no perfect moment you just I gotta know. go for it's it it's terrible go balls to the wall man like I struggle deeply with going balls to the wall. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So okay, you are the video guy, so you got you got to start this, man. So get get us yeah. going. Like when you think about right, why higher ed video strategy might be broken. First of all, do, do you agree with that? Could you yeah. agree with that? And then yeah. second, why do you think that that is? I mean, at least in in our experience and in you know past freelance stuff that I've done, it seems like. There's always this push and pull of like, you know, creating more content that's that's better um, for like, you know, just short content to get further out rather than just having like one small um, like two minute video. Yeah. Um, like instead of doing like, you know, 10, 15 second videos and like putting those on ads or something. Um, and. I mean, this is something that I feel like we always know that we need to like figure out how to do, but something that we've struggled with, at least with trying to, you know, make work with all of our videos. And yeah. I feel like every, everyone who makes videos, all of the universities, even just like other companies yeah, don't know how to really get the most out of their videos. So, so what you're, you're saying folks and that's like, like a problem. At least. The problem is people will spend all this time, all this money creating this two minute video, they have 350 gigabytes worth of data, of footage, and they don't really know what to do with it. Yep, pretty much. 
<laughs> I think we could so probably wrap, huh? Yeah, I think, I think that was good, but four minutes on the clock? <laughs> I f yeah, I feel like kind of like what you're saying, They or they spend a ton of money to make one like brand video, yeah. thinking this will be a one-size-fits-all video. Anybody who watches this would be like, yeah. oh, that institution is the best. Whereas like we try and personalize literally every other part of like the marketing you know, material that we're putting out. But with video, we think like, we, high ed, thinks like, I'll just put out one awesome video that showcases our school and our campus and a student or a faculty member, and that will be enough and that will work. Rather than like, well, you don't just launch one email or one digital ad, like you're doing all of these things and you're trying a ton of different stuff to connect with people. Um, and so rather than thinking like, how do I get a banner video that's gonna look good on my website, thinking about like, how can I create video that's gonna create value for this audience or this persona or you know this group of potential students, um, I feel like it tends to be where schools fall a little short. Yeah. I feel like also a lot of like the kinds of videos that people make do gener generally, uh, they're generally like interview videos that yeah. have lots of people that they interview and lots of that content isn't end up doesn't end up in the final video and that's like a huge opportunity in itself of like each one of those things can be a video on its own mm -hmm. and it's probably even better targeted um, if say you have like an international student and like you know someone who you know is a local student and like a faculty member and like I don't know an adult student like you know mashing those all into one video doesn't target any one group but each of those you know, people that are interviewed are unique, have their own backgrounds that many other students have. So mm -hmm. that's a perfect targeted video for all your international students or all of your like adult learning, you know, students. Yeah. Um, and I feel like, yeah, again, everyone just wants to tell their best story, make their really beautiful, posh brand video. But like, I feel like it's the smaller stories that um, really are honestly more useful to, mm -hmm. to the students that are. Yeah, it seems like you could, and maybe you can, speak to this more on like the editing front, but if you started out with the smaller videos, that's gonna actually help you build maybe that bigger brand video because you can then pick from a bigger library of like, you know, anytime we do video thing where you're interviewing people, it's not 30 minutes of gold. Like there's a couple nuggets yeah. in there that are awesome that you wanna pull. You pull that from like four core audiences and put that in your brand video with some B-roll and some music or whatever and like that's your video. Stop trying to make the like big video and then break it all down into these like smaller things. Yeah, <clears throat> what I would what I would say is like when we talk about video as like a it's like a medium. I feel like we should like unpack this a little bit because I think about like videos, like video ads or video video, and not even that they need to be like formalized like actual like paid ads, but videos that are used to drive attention or action somewhere, <laughs> mm -hmm. right? So like a video on social, even if it's not a you know, promoted piece of content, like a paid piece of content, if the goal of that video is to drive people to a specific page on your website or something like that, I would I would categorize it as like promotional in yeah. that it's trying to get the viewer to take an action, right? Versus like uh, an educational video, right? Is really the purpose of that, maybe it's longer form, maybe it's interview based. The purpose of that video is to help somebody walk away with a better sense of like the program. If it's like a program overview video where you're interviewing like a faculty member, maybe a current student and maybe like an alumni or something like that. And then I think there's like videos that are used in 
just like one-to-one videos, right? Like communications, literally like the sole purpose is to try to distill a bunch of information to Shane or to Dan that could have been an email, but we want to keep, we want to make it a little bit more dynamic. So we, so we make a video out of it, like Mm -hmm. a loom video, right? Or like a, like a drift video or something like that. Um, I think all video, regardless of type and medium is like broken in higher ed. And I, I, I don't feel, I feel like sometimes people are taking the approach of like, they're trying to make a one-to-one communication, edu- like truly educational. Like mm-hmm. they're trying to make the one-to-one communication what the five minute program overview video should be. Yeah. Or they're trying to make the one-to-one communication like the 30 to 60 second like brand video. And I think sometimes people take the you know education video and they try to make it as interesting and dynamic as the 30 to second 30 to 60 second like brand overview video and then vice versa and i just i think that like it's it's remarkable i think maybe the one thing that schools have going for them that is relatively consistent is like a 30 to 60 second brand overview video i feel like brand overview video i feel like most schools have that most schools like do a decent job at Mm -hmm. that i think everything else beyond like an institutional wide like brand video is just like a shit show and like right. nobody knows how to fund this well nobody knows how to like what what to expect from these communications mm-hmm. um and and one of the things like i one i guess one of my like personal hot takes on video is i know everyone's like just give a give a student like you know an iphone and have them like walk around campus and like talk to your prospective students about the experience i very much still believe like at the end of the day quality content like high higher production wins wins over lower production all the time and i'm sure that there are campaigns and data where people are like well you know like giving a student a camera and having them walk around campus is more of an authentic experience and yes yes it is but at the end of the day unless that is edited super well or you just have like an influencer like rock star mm-hmm. like who's acting and you know you know can, can produce something like that i think nine times out of ten it will fail to the more polished higher budget 30 second overview of campus but i think that's more i'm agreeing with you but the the reason i think is because the scrappier videos the ones that are less quality are truly authentic and that's the only time in which you use a scrappy video like but that. I don't think I don't Whereas, think a lot of these students actually want. No, no, no. I agree. Authentic. I agree. But it is, but it is authentic. Versus, you can make a highly produced authentic video at yeah, the same yeah, yeah, time. Yeah. That's probably more effective. People just don't. And so when people are like, "Well, the scrappy video is authentic. It works better." It's like, well, I bet you, apples to apples, a highly produced authentic video versus sure. a lower quality produced video, the highly produced one will work better. Um, but I feel like people don't spend time on the like authentic high quality videos they think like okay we'll do the short scrappy thing because that's authentic and not thinking like you can be authentic like and it's still almost like authentic, high is an, authentic is an excuse for cheap right yeah it's, it's synonymous with yeah. like a, just a scrappy just throw it together and put it out there where it's like it doesn't need to be that way to be authentic it can be authentic and be incredibly high production value yeah. um but yeah, I feel like that's not the way people have treated authentic video. And so therefore, yeah, any data that suggests that maybe the, you know, authentic phone video with a student, it's like, well, you're not really comparing apples to apples again. You're like, you're going apple to orange here. Does it work better over a brand video? Yeah, because it's more personalized too. Like, I just feel like if schools, if schools like took all of the budget that they use 
for like content creation and just threw it into video and decided, no, 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 like we are going to be high volume, high production, oh, yeah. they would crush. And I had, I don't know why, why schools aren't doing this. At also, scale. the schools that have film programs, video program, like there's so many schools that Purdue have. actually does a good job of this, I think. Right. I've seen more of their stuff recently. I think they do a decent job of this. But by and large, like the fact that like we're not, I mean, we live and freaking work in this space and we don't see, it's not like we're seeing videos that are yeah, great yeah. examples of just like kick-ass, compelling storytelling right. that could be, you know, measurable with respect to, to inquiry generation in, in, in any capacity. Yeah. And I, I, I feel like that's just like the, a, a freaking massive opportunity. Oh, yeah. And I don't, I legitimately don't understand. There are schools with massive with massive budgets. Not yeah. every school is like that for sure. Many schools aren't. But even the ones with massive budgets, I guess maybe the argument is like, oh, well, they don't have to do it because they're, you know, University of Florida or like they're, they're, they're yeah. like whoever. Um, but I don't know. I, I feel like schools should should test taking 100% of their budget for, um, for content creation for a year and put a, like forget the blogs forget every forget literally every type of other content pull back from your organic social yes yeah. you're going to miss somebody's barbecue and it's going to make them sad but that's going to be okay yeah. because you should put all of your resources in video for a year high production high caliber video yeah that would crush because no one's doing it if yeah it depend like yeah i think schools will need to outsource that for Sure, a sure, ton sorry, of reasons. Sorry. Yeah, I don't, I don't, um, I'm not saying like yeah. they could do that. They're capable of doing right. that in house yeah, necessarily. Yeah. But if you put all of your budget towards that, yeah, right, 100. percent Yeah, because I think that one of the bigger problems too is like people don't know what's a good video and what's not. Like it's it's probably easy to see a finished product when you when you don't know video super well and be like, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Because like, well, you what are you comparing that to? Like, yeah. just another school you've seen. Well, who knows? That school spent a fourth of what you spent. So is it really good? Yeah. Is it not good? Like, okay, you think it's good, but you know all the ins and outs of your institution and maybe you're connecting a couple dots in your head, whereas in the grand scheme of things, there's no like storyline, plot, anything here. It's just, here's this thing, here's this thing, here's this thing. Yeah. Come to X university. And it's like, what? That didn't give me anything to work with. Um, I but, mean, and then, and then you just end up with just another inauthentic video. Right. Because that's like, you know, you're just... Creating a brochure in a video right. format. Yeah. So I feel like I feel like the key of like good, authentic video is is more the storytelling of like okay, what's actually oh my computer's going to oh come on, uh, man. <laughs> um, I got you. Like, Keep going. So if you have um, if you have like really good storytelling that is actually going to be like capturing the the real student stories and the real like impact of your school and whatnot. And mm -hmm. I think like when when people have the, the discussion about like, you know, authentic is because like uh, we have like some kid with a camera or something. I mean, I think maybe it's more authentic because you're just getting like raw footage. Yeah. But I don't think that that necessarily means that it is more authentic because I feel like the authenticity is if they're telling like an actual good story that is mm -hmm. actually like people are able to connect with. And yeah, I think that goes back to your all's point is like, you can do that, you know, on whatever, like, right. you know, on a real cheap budget or like real polished, like, yeah. you know, quality video, but. Yeah, and I think it's obvious to prospective students when a video is like super filtered slash edited, meaning 
this student was told what to say yeah. or like the student definitely <laughs> said some other things based on like what they were saying and then it kind of took this direction it seems like they were talking about dorms and like oh this part's cool and then but the room and then it's kind of like oh and then it goes to this library is great and it's like all right you kind of like wove out some of the stuff it's a yeah. little obvious and i feel like prospective students are probably pretty good at picking up on that type of thing and so when you do that it's almost like doing you a disservice it's right. not really adding to anything um and it doesn't matter whether that's high quality or low quality it's like well you edited out the authenticity yeah. so therefore and it, it's because it's worth it. edited people right. are like oh it's a high quality video we made but it's like right. no you made a shitty low quality video right. you just like yeah you know spend a lot it just of time looks and, good yeah. yeah exactly and like yeah. you had a nice camera or something yeah but like you still made a shitty video yeah 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 i, I feel like I think one of the things that I'm, as you guys are talking, that I'm just like playing through my head is like whether whether people really want authentic content versus like the the spectrum of authentic content to inspirational content or idealistic content. Meaning like, if I'm looking at a college or university, do I really like want to see a student tell their authentic story? And I, I guess we then we unpack the word authentic and what does it mean? And I don't want to go down that road. But, <clears throat> or do I want to see the inspirational, like, holy crap, yeah. this is what I could become, recognizing, and this is what I this is what I could get out of the school, recognizing that, yes, like, nobody's perfect. And I feel like where, where the whole idea of, like, authentic marketing came from, it was, like, after decades of, like, really shitty, like, bait-and-switch marketing mm. that happened... Uh, across industries, but I just feel like your your average consumer is just way more. It, the people are just smarter, right? They 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 understand when they're being sold something that is like disingenuous, mm -hmm. um, more so than ever before. And I, I I feel like some schools have taken to heart this idea of just like authentic video content. Forgetting even like forgetting the quality of the actual video, but just like the kind of story that they end up telling. And it's like I don't know, I don't. Maybe I'm weird here. Do do students want like the like as is the true like just as is state, or do they want to be like pitched like the desired state of like this is you know this is who you could actually become here? Yeah. Versus you know here here here's where people are at. And does that yeah. make sense? I don't yeah, know but I sense. feel like like going back to what we had chatted about a couple of episodes ago. Um, like when I went to CNU yeah. and like got uh, what I feel like was a real experience of like here's what my college life might be like um, that in a video format I think is possible Yeah, I don't think the school would ever put that type of thing out and so I feel like <laughs> what would be I would prefer one to one video messaging texting whatever with uh a student that I've identified myself with, a program, with a fraternity, sorority, a sport, yeah. a club, whatever it is, like, again, give me somebody kind of like what I'll, I feel like I'll be involved in at the campus. Let me talk to somebody like that. And I want their authentic story of what it's like, pros and cons. Because I feel like you'll get a much more unfiltered thing. And, and that's going to be hard for some schools. Because like, if you're not shit, you're gonna, people are going to know pretty quick. Yeah. But like, that's, I feel like that's all kind of leveled out where people already have, schools have reputations, like all these things exist for a reason. 
Um, but it would be cool to get a video from somebody that you're like, okay, you know, I know that I want to be in the whatever cybersecurity program. Here's what it's really like. This sucks. Like this dude's like, I, you know, am spending 10 hours a day coding, doing these other things between yeah. classes, whatever. Like it's a lot. I really like it, but it's a lot. Yeah. And you're like, Ooh, I'm maybe a little on the lazier side. Like that's probably not for me. Yeah. Again, weird example, but I feel like that's something where you can get a truer sense of what it's like to like potentially be in the shoes that you're going to be in versus the, you know, oh, you can do all these great things. Well, and it's like, maybe that works for some people. And it surely does because I feel like that's the general MO of commercials for Phoenix Online. And even yeah, like yeah. other schools, they, they take the very inspirational thing. But um, I feel like the, you know, let me try and walk a mile in my own shoes before I get there type of thing is super cool if done well. Going back to like, you know, having some guy go around like campus with a camera or something. Um, I feel like imagine like you actually did have someone like almost do that, but in a really strategic way um, and like get those real like, you know, day in the life, but like actually capturing the cool stuff that's going on and then like put that together like with a really talented editor and like, you know, a good <clears throat> packaging of like graphics and like, you know, really polishing up the really like, you know, you know, phone video mm -hmm. or whatever. I feel like that would be almost what you're, what you're talking about because like then you're actually, I think you're marrying the two of like, you know, the truly authentic, raw, unfiltered with something that is highly produced. Cause I don't think like highly produced means like, yeah shot on a nice camera it could be shot on an yeah. iphone by yeah, the yeah, yeah. kid but like really well yeah if you have like a good personality <laughs> you're capturing the right stuff on campus and you're packaging it you know really well mm -hmm. then i think you could actually make exactly what you're you're asking yeah. for like one of the things like you know i call myself i say i'm you know, really good at editing not really great at shooting but i do end up filming a lot um and why I'm like okay with that, that I'm not like the best shooter in the world is if I have like shitty footage, but you know, I'm an amazing editor, I can make an amazing video. Yeah. If I have amazing footage and I'm a shitty editor, I'm right. gonna make a shitty video. Yeah. 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 And I feel like if you have nice little humble shitty, brag there. Shitty, yeah, right. <laughs> if you have shitty footage of a yeah. student right. and you edit it together you know really terribly yeah you're gonna have a terrible video yeah, yeah. so well we call that an authentic video yeah i feel like doing something it could be cool to have like high production for certain parts of the video like again high production meaning good camera really good like lighting filming everything is like on point of you know, student in class, student at practice, student in some meeting, whatever, group project, like all these other things that maybe are part of your normal, maybe like a week or a month condensed to a day. Um, and then the students like response slash reaction to those things of like, oh, just left this thing, blah, blah, here's kind of what we did, like a quick like recap, but it's like on their phone in their face where it's a little bit more, here's the thing, here's this person's like yeah, response yeah. to take from it that's a little bit scrappier for just from like a, they're on their phone, not a, a high production thing. Um, if people would find more value in something like that, 
where it's like, here's the stuff, but here's the response also yeah. of like, just because, you know, this person didn't sit in class all day and was like, I love class. It's just so much fun. Like, yeah. anytime, yeah. if anybody were to show me that when I was 18, I've been like, <laughs> loser. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I still feel like it, it's, we should go back to like, um, I guess what where, where my mind is at here with the whole going all in on video and why I feel like that could be a competitive advantage for just about any school is like, like I'm thinking about to your to your the point you just made, you know what does it look like to say like hey, find somebody in every type of class, every type of program you offer, and incentivize them. Right. Hey, make a reel of this class. Like you know, talk to us about like for the next like month. We mm -hmm. want you to create one reel a day of like what you're learning in class, why it's interesting, yeah. and throw you know, you you do whatever you want. Our only objective here is like we want to we want to see the classroom. We want to see the students, right? Yeah. And we want some some sort of like spin on it. Like, yeah. What what is the story you're trying to tell? That that's it. And then you you have creative freedom. You take all of that. You have them. You know, use your admissions, um, you know, uh, or, or brand account if you could stomach that. But like your your admissions account to create all that content. The students who are studying journalism who would go to like the sports games and like literally like you know write up an article. Forget the article, have them in real time, like on yeah. Snap, on Instagram, right? Live reporting what they're seeing mm -hmm. from the actual game. Like yeah, literally, yeah. I guess what I'm saying is like, and I think that um, we could, you know, maybe all agree with, um, is like there is a totally missed opportunity to go all in on this medium. Mm -hmm. And the bar is so freaking low because oh, no one's yeah. doing it yeah. and no one's doing it well. That with like a half decent strategy and a little bit of intentionality, yeah. you could drum up an army of video creators. Yeah. Also, newsflash, a lot of Gen Z and certainly Gen Alpha yeah. want to be creators. Yeah. Like, this is the right. sexy thing that people yeah. want right now. Why Why can't we leverage that? So meaning all the user-generated authentic content mm -hmm. ends up coming from your community. And then you as, as the institution, you're pouring shit tons of resources. I mean, like yeah. where this is going, the future, right? I should be able to go to a website and filter in, I want to study business, I'm interested in this sport, yeah. I'm interested in this extracurricular, and then there should be a video that is spun out that more or less meets literally all of my criteria of what yeah. I'm looking for from a student as close to me as humanly possible. Yeah. Like that's true personalization, yeah. that's where things are going, we're far yeah. from that right now, but how do we move in that direction? Yeah. yeah, that that reminds me of this uh, actually like this campaign that I worked on a long time ago, where um, we get like different professionals in different industries to do like a Snapchat takeover, uh, and yeah, they would yeah. like do the day in the life of mm -hmm. like what it is, and they would like they would brag and they would like you know show off the cool bits of whatever they did in their day to day, and and then so that was like you know a piece of content in itself. Yeah. But then like if it's a story or something and it's only alive for twenty four hours, so we would download that and then cut it into like a, a snappier little like oh, yeah, polished yeah. up version of their like day, you know, takeover. And then there's like another much more like bite-sized digestible and like polished piece of content based on that like super authentic raw, but at the same time flashy, braggy and like, yeah. you know. I feel like that's real, every good vlog yeah. ever. It's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. All these, this documented like all these experiences yep, yep. and then we create this you know, one to two minute, just like really flashy, cool looking, like the best of each of the snippets. Yep. But you're keeping, like, it's not a letdown when you watch it. 
in that you already saw all the like, it's not like a movie trailer where they spoil the ending. Like yeah, it's yeah. one of those things where it's like, that's so cool. I want to see the build up to this thing yeah. or other people's <laughs> response reaction to this thing. Like, and you keep people entertained because they almost have, it's their table of contents like at the, for a video. And you even play it at the beginning of the video. It's a 30 minute video. You yeah. can't just expect someone to click yeah. into it. Start from the beginning. Just shots of the brew storm. Um, and then just like watch the whole video and yeah. be like, yeah, I'll stay, I'll keep watching even yeah. though I have no idea where this is going, yeah, 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 right? And yeah. like, when you can provide that level of, of detail at the forefront, it's like, well, you're either interested and you're not. And if you're not yeah. interested, them watching all 30 minutes wouldn't mean anything anyway, because at the end they're gonna go, that sucked, that was not interesting. Yeah. Like, how do, you, how do you really, again, capture those experiences, show them early on in a highly produced way, and then get into the like, authentic content yeah. that really <laughs> takes them through yeah. each of those in way more depth. Yeah, dude, okay, so here's here's something like practical. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, straw. Nice, it was one of my uh, <laughs> um, inside joke, folks. Um, so if, if I was a CMO and I was listening to this conversation and I was like, you guys are, I don't know, like you guys are all over the place. This, is, this has been a bouncy conversation, but I like bouncy conversations. <laughs> um, all right, like, and, I, and I wanted something like, a little bit more like practical uh, to walk away with. What I think would be really interesting is put out um, a university broadcast to all your students and say, hey, we're looking for 150, 200 creators, like whatever. Come up with a number representative to your you know, yeah, full-time uh, student body. And let's say you're looking for 200 creators, right? You throw up a little bit of an application. They'll get featured on a university account and we'll pay you a creator stipend, right? For whatever, you decide however much that should be. 500 bucks, let's say, right? And then what you do is you get these creators, like people will, peop, you just use the word creator, no, right? First yeah. of all, you have to use creator as the word because people will freaking latch onto that. You get all these people to apply, you sort through their social, you know, whatever. You find 200 of them, right? And you bring them together and you're like, Dan, for this semester, you're gonna cover the women's volleyball team. <laughs> Shane, this semester, you're covering, you know, Dr. Frank's, like, yeah, biology lab. Hot dog. Lab. <laughs> 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 um, and, and you basically divvy people up, yeah. right? And you say, like, here's what I want. I'm gonna give you $500 and all I'm asking for. You get 250 now and 250 at the end of the semester. I'm asking for one reel or one video, whatever it is, yeah. a week from your respective domain, your respective yeah. area. And you assign these people as if they're like journalists, you start with the communication, you know, if you, if you work, if you're studying communications, maybe you get like an upvote in like, yeah. you know, the application process or something like that, because you should want this shit. It allows people to use their creative talents. It allows people that want to be creators to test out the game. Three, every freaking video is authentic because your only objective is like cover as you would like a journalist, this particular like niche aspect of campus. And then, oh my gosh, you will have so much content, like okay. you won't know what to do with. Yeah. People, that that is so simple. It is so cheap. Yeah. And that that should be like a no-brainer. Every freaking school should do yeah. that. I mean, you don't even really need to pay people. Like, or yeah, you could even. The, the even pay people, I think but. people's desire alone to like, okay, you're gonna share my profile. I could potentially become a creator from this. I mean. <laughs> I don't Their video the could go viral number. Yeah, exactly. on the university account, which would be huge for them. I'm yeah. pretty sure, like, of jobs, I don't remember. I saw this a while ago. It's basically something like people born after the year 2000 
I think in the top three job desired jobs, yeah, yeah, yeah. YouTubers yep. Yep. is number is one. one of it's top, number one. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's like okay, these people just want that potential and yeah. that fame. Great. Here's a platform. Like yeah. that is your payment. Give them the platform. Is, is yeah. getting you up and going. And like, and if you have personality and you can make it, you'll build your own traction. And like, yeah, you yeah. gamify it. Just it needs if a you good pass pitch. a million views or whatever. Yeah. You get X or Y. Yeah. If you have a good pitch, these people could would do this for free and yeah. then incentivize them. Yeah, with like, hey, bring in this much attention and whatever, and you'll get paid X amount. And like, treat it like they're a YouTuber. And like. Yeah. That's how YouTube works. You can put out a billion videos, but if you get no views, you're not making any money. Yeah. But if yeah. you get one video with a billion views, you're making a lot of money. And like, then you set up these check-ins throughout the semester where like creat- creators yeah. all get together, they get to share tips and tricks, like what's working, what's not. And it's almost like, maybe you even find a way to give them like a little bit of class credit. I don't know, we're talking out the deep end now. But like, point being, this is yeah. so simple. It is so simple. Yeah. It, it is easy to execute and the potential is freaking massive. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't know why, I don't know. I mean know any any journalism major. Yeah. That that should be a course. Yeah. Like that's here's how to do a good video. The future of journalism is Instagram influencer essentially. Yeah. Like, I mean <laughs> George Georgetown oh, yeah. has a masters course where you learn how to shoot video on an iPhone. Oh, and like what stuff you yeah. need. It's that's like smart. ring light, it's like the best mic that you can get to plug in your thing. It's like a whole how to shoot a professional yeah. video on your iPhone. It's yeah. a course. Georgetown's not like I mean, think yeah, about community college either. Think about like Oculus too. <laughs> community and, like, colleges are great. I didn't mean that. <laughs> what are the um, what are, what are the, uh, you know, uh, Meta partnered with um, Ray Bans to put the um, oh, what yeah. are those like, uh, glasses called? I don't know. Uh, I'm just thinking of the Snapchat ones. No, but they're basically like yeah. they're, it's a, a direct yeah, yeah, rip yeah. off of Snapchat. Yeah. But it's for, like Ray Bans and they're cool or whatever. Whatever those things are called. Uh. Um, like that is the future. People are going to be wearing those like on campus, like. And imagine being yeah. able to like literally you're watching the game, right? And you're just talking like as the game is happening, as if you were a you know actual TV sports reporter. But yeah. instead of publishing to like a network or to your school's network, which no one watches, yeah. you're publishing directly to Instagram. Yeah. Like that is where all this stuff is going. And yeah. I I feel like if schools can get really smart about enabling these student creators, and again, you have to use the word creator because that's the sexy term right now. Like, I mean that's that's how you go from dude we don't have any buzz dude our inquiries are down dude our enrollment's down yeah. to actually being some a brand that people discuss yeah. like if people discuss your brand a lot of your other problems assuming it's not totally negative yeah. a lot of your other problems will be solved yeah some copyright issues in there but we'll overlook this future problems <laughs> future problems <laughs> don't worry I'll take care of it guys <laughs> <laughs> alright folks that was fun. I had fun. That was. I don't know if you guys had fun. I had fun. I, had I feel fun, like that's yeah. the most. I think if you know what would be great <laughs> before we get into the final promo here, I would love a uh, a chopped up version of all the things Dan has said in the Brew Storm. Once we're done season one, yeah, everything yeah, you've ever said, yeah, and we could yeah, put it yeah. in how long it is, and then see like, hey, episode one. 15 seconds. <laughs> Episode 2. 35. Oh, like, a, like a line graph? Yeah, that? and just a nice like... Bro, I thought you were going to say cut it into a video and I was like... That's oh, no, no. Do, yeah, do that. Yeah, do that. But then chapter the video. That would be a great so 15 we... second Instagram yeah. story. <laughs> Speaking of highlight reels. <laughs> hey. There you go. Uh, well, thank you to Double Take Promotional Marketing for sponsoring this episode and all episodes of The Brewstorm. Matt and his team there are incredible. If you need new swag and you know that you do, everyone needs new swag. Right, Dan? 
Yeah. Yeah, everyone needs new swag. Head on over to Double, <laughs> Double Take Promotional Marketing and check out their pendants, check out their sweatshirts, uh, check out their epic koozies. Again, they have a lot of swag. If you see something that you need that's not there, just let me know and I'll contact Matt directly. You'll be hearing more from them and their team soon, but for now, peace out. Zach unintentionally signed up as a customer service rep. Hmm? <laughs> Dude, I will be a customer service rep for Double Take Promotional Marketing any day. Boom. Authenticity. Authenticity. There you go. <laughs> Great quality. <laughs> Pose for the thumbnail. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Honestly. Wow. And I'll do the porky the pig. The lap all, folks. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we good?